This is the Advanced Selling Podcast presented by Caskey Achievement Strategies. Now, your hosts, Bill Caskey and Brian Neal. Here we are once again, friends. My name is Brian Neal, and Bill Caskey is uh, across the table. Friends. From me, kind of friends. friends. That's kind of you. This is the Advanced Selling Podcast, if you haven't figured out by now. If you're new, we welcome you. This is a podcast specifically designed to talk about sales strategies, sales techniques, sales philosophies for people who either make their living as a professional salesperson or people who own companies or manage sales forces who do likewise. Mm -hmm. We can be reached at uh, via email. Listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. Listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. And we always are open to hearing feedback from you. A couple of show notes. Show notes section. Show notes. Show notes. Uh, we did a, a segment a few weeks ago about The Secret. The Secret, which is no longer out, or which is no longer secret. No longer it's now, secret. It's, it's yeah. out. Secret is out. And got great feedback, great response from our listeners, and it seemed to be a lot of interest in that topic. So we are actually in the midst of planning another show that's going to revolve around applying the concepts from The Secret, applying the law of attraction specifically to sales. So if you're interested in that topic, please tune in here in a couple of weeks, and you'll see another segment about, this, about The uh, Secret itself. Mm -hmm. Very good. I saw the DVD the other night. How was it? Yeah, it was very good. Uh, I will withhold any more comment to our special Yep. So, secret sequel, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was good. It was very good. I'm uh, looking forward and to we seeing are it. Myself. We are neither shills for the secret nor critical of the secret. I mean, no. it just is a publication. And it's a video, and, yep. and it, it has its good points and bad points. But if nothing else, I think it really opened up a lot of discussion on this topic of the law of attraction. So great, in that, great in to that talk sense, about. It was good. Great to talk good. about. They just need to change the name now because it's no longer a secret. Uh, today, what are we going to talk about today? We're Bill? going to go into the mailbag. Mailbag day. We need some mailbag music. Mailbag music. We need to have our production manager put some mailbag music what, in there. What would be good mailbag music? We, we, we do just dog, like Paul dark, does on uh, dog? the guy on, uh, on Letterman. Uh -huh. Paul, uh, the music director, yeah, he Paul always Schaefer. writes little, yeah, Paul Schaefer, little riffs. Little riffs. I can do that. I'll bring the guitar in or the piano. <laughs> okay. Write us a mailbag riff. Here is a, uh, an email from a listener, and uh, this sort of falls into the category of, uh, it's not really sales training or sales technique or strategy. It falls into the personal advancement area and probably mm -hmm. the inner game. I've been selling with, for my company for six years up until, I'm sorry, I've been selling my industry for six years. Up until three months ago, I worked for a company where I'd had a small territory that was earning a little bit of money. I'm not going to tell you the numbers. And he grew it to six or seven times that in a couple of years. I was a big star. Uh, during my last year with this company, I started to look around networking, meeting some other people, and he eventually took this other job. But here's the issue. I'm getting weary now of some of the serious cold shoulders that I've been getting from a few of the reps at my new company as a result of my higher earning potential of the solid territory that I have. Um, I seem to be the source of some very strong resentment. I've been doing everything I can to respect other people's territories and situations, but I'm getting bad vibes from people in the department. Uh, this seems to have been aggravated, uh, blah, blah, blah. I get the feeling that some of the people here think that I waltzed into some perfect situation and feel like I've got to defend my good fortune of having a seemingly successful territory. All I really did was come in at the right time, use my sales skills. Uh, I'm assuming he's been listening to the Advanced Selling Podcast using those sales skills. He did not say that in here, but I'm just sort of implying that. Mm -hmm. um, any advice on how to deal with this? Love, Roger Nyhart. Please don't use my... Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Kindly refrain from there? posting this on a website. 
sincerely, Roger Nyhart <laughs> No, it's we we changed Names his withheld. name to protect. We did to protect him. Yeah. So uh, it's actually Brian, it's Roger with two G's. Do you have uh, <laughs> Do you have any comments on this? I'm, I mean, we talked in pre-show. You've had this happen before, and I, I have. I've had it happen. So yep. let's talk about sort of the real issue, and then if we have any um, recommendation for. Yeah, and Roger. you mentioned earlier in the setup that this wasn't really a sales training issue. However, it is. And the reason it is, because what we're talking about here happens all the time, and I, I'm going to steal from his email, we're going to call it the big star syndrome, okay. the big star syndrome. And, and it happens, and I've seen it happen in other professions too, another profession that I'm involved in that occurs. Anytime you're around peers at a certain level. So for instance, there was a show on last night about Jennifer Lopez talking about J-Lo when she just used to be a girl from Brooklyn who was trying to make it, who was in dance class with a bunch of other dancers. And all of a sudden, you know, the thing broke for her. She went to the very top. Now she's a, a multimillionaire doing exactly what she loved to do. Those people that were back in that original dance class who knew her, who probably in their own mind thought they were as good or better than oh, she yeah. is. And they might have been. Now, often the very common human response is to be resentful or jealous. Yeah. And it seems to always, always happen. It seems to be something that's very universal in nature. So this big star syndrome, the problem with it, the reason I think it's a sales problem is he's experiencing, I, I just wrote down the word, the voice, kind of like the secret, mm -hmm. the voice. This to me is also a, uh, an indication that it's like a test to see if you're really ready for the level of success that you are uh, experiencing at this point. The test is this, the little voice says, ooh, People resent me. That's painful. People don't like me like they used to. That's painful. I don't like that. It was so much fun when we were buddies. Now I'm out on my own. I'm on an island. It can be I'm very alone. uncomfortable yeah, for people. Yeah. yeah, I'm isolated now. So an easy way to fall back then into mediocre performance is to let those voices ring loud and clear and say, yeah, you know, you're right. It's not good on the island. I think I'm going to start to sabotage myself. This all to me happens without us really making a conscious yeah. choice about it. It happens underneath the surface. And can be very, very detrimental. I'm really glad that he picked up on where he's too. at, how he's thinking about it's it. It's very well written, too. Letting it go, which I think a lot of people will do, allow people to slide back to where they're safe mm -hmm. and comfortable. Mm -hmm. And there is something that comes with being successful, making lots of money, having success against peers, that brings a bit of isolation and a bit of loneliness, if you will, sometimes, uh, to a new place where you've never mm -hmm. been before. So it could be very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. um, I see it as a sales problem because if he lets this voice uh, be too loud with him, he will take that out to the market with him, and he'll begin to act and behave like other mediocre performance performers, like his other peers, and he'll get right back to where it's safe with all of them yeah. again and fall back from number one to number 10 or 12. Yeah, I, like, I love what you say about this is a test. It's one big test, test. and he's right now at the brink where if he can burst through this, this resistance, whatever this is, maybe it's in his own mind, maybe it really is in the office, he can get to the next level. Yep. But this is where it, it, we've talked about the comfort zone a lot on the show. This is where you hit the warning track and it starts to get a little tough, and it is real easy even inadvertently to step slide back yeah. and to say, you know, instead of closing eight out of 10, I think I'll close four out of 10. And I know most of you will say, oh, I would never consciously do that. No, you probably wouldn't. But right. the unconscious mind is what governs our actions anyway. I was reading an article in uh, New York Times this weekend, David Brooks, who I think is just an unbelievable columnist. He always brings such insight to his um, 
his columns and he talked about spring training mm-hmm. and he said why is it that four, there's a lot of 40 year old baseball players out there some right. of them are in the minors some of the very few in the majors why do they have to go to spring training they've been doing this from the time they were six years old fielding mm-hmm. grounders at first base pitching over to first he says it's because the automatic mind is what governs baseball it's not the conscious mind you can't consciously see a pitch coming uh, you know 100 miles an hour and think am i going to hit this where am i going to hit it where do i swing my bat it's all automatic mind yep and there's been some studies done that says that uh, your your mind can take in uh, 10 million bits and pieces of information a second but from a from a um, conscious portion you only recognize 40 40 of those 10 million wow so that means you've got all these influences bearing down on you all the time it's going into your automatic automatic feedback yeah. mechanism so you're just acting sort of automatically and so by him bringing it up tells me that it's not in he's not in auto mode here he's not in denial he's actually thinking about this and that yeah. will help him very much but, so. but you still got to get back to where it's autopilot and that becomes noise you just have to break through yeah and that to me is, is what it, it is and we wrote, I wrote down that word too is the noise the client of mine who this happened to called me about this specific issue. I said, here's how you know when you're there, because she was getting tested, too. She had seen some success that she hadn't seen in the past. All of a sudden, her peers start to resent her. She's very close with her peers. She starts to feel uncomfortable with that. I said, I told her this is a test. Here's how you know when you've passed the test. You've passed the test when those people come to you and saying, well, Bill, it's the territory. Yeah. Who couldn't make money in your territory? Oh, you got a gold you got the mine biggest, there. Oh, I mean, give me yeah. a break. I mean... Here's how you know you're there. That moment that that happens, you say, perfect, let's trade. I'll trade you right this second. I'll go into your territory, <laughs> you go into mine, and we'll wake up a couple of years later and we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. With full confidence that you can do the same thing in territory B that you're doing in your own territory. Mm-hmm. That's when other people start to feel really uncomfortable and start to say, wait a second, yeah. maybe it's not know? the territory. Yeah, What's, well, how do I get that mojo that Bill's got? Yeah. That, yeah. to me, is when you're really there. Yeah. And I'm sure both of these people are in that mix. Maybe not all the way there. Maybe part of them believes that they did get lucky or they did fall into a territory. And I say, mm-hmm. beautiful. Take it. Yeah. Take yeah. it. Because you're going to get next blamed. territory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I also think maybe a good response to that is, and this may sound a little arrogant, and it probably will the way I say it, but uh, <laughs> but maybe you could say, you know, if someone says to you, you know, you, you do have a pretty good territory, Brian, after all. Come on. I mean, yeah, it's, right. it's, you know, it's the big city here. You could say, you know, I appreciate that, and I may – if you ever, I just want to make this clear, if you ever want to talk to me about how I have done this, I'd be glad to tell you, but I'm not going to force myself on you because it's none of my business. If you ever get to the point where you'd like to learn kind of some of my strategies, I'd be happy to tell you. Yeah, It's up good. to you. And then change the subject. Yep. And don't don't belabor don't it, it and don't say, what well, would you like to learn? I can teach you right now. <laughs> it's five easy steps. Um, but sometimes people, by 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 being resentful, really are calling for help. For sure they are. But they don't know how to ask for help. A lot right. of adults just don't. So instead of asking for help, they resent. You know, it's, I've got a 12-year-old, soon-to-be 13-year-old girl, and it's amazing some of the signals that 13-year-old girls send out uh, to each other. And, and, and usually they can say some very mean things, but deep down it's not mean. It's just the way it comes out yep. uh, can be kind of mean. It's the same thing here. Maybe they're calling for help. Yeah. Shaving your head, beating in a uh, car with tongue a ring, golf club. Tongue rings. Oh, wait, that's Britney Spears. I'm sorry. She's totally fine. <laughs> so mind. anyway, that was a great, that was a great letter by uh, Roger Nyhart from up in, uh, up in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> At phone number 
844. Anyway, if you have a, uh, a similar kind of thing, either maybe about this topic you want to weigh in on or uh, a totally different topic that has to do with sales or, or thinking or mental toughness, please do write us at listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. And pretty soon here, probably in the next 30 days, we're going to have a website that you're going to be able to actually put comments right on there instead of emailing us. We want other people to see these. And, and there's some really, we had some really enlightened listeners. We had uh, also had a couple of letters from Australia. Maybe we can read those next time. Yeah, great. Yeah, good. Uh, great topic today. Keep in touch. Next time. Bye. This has been the Advanced Selling Podcast presented by Kasky Achievement Strategies, Indianapolis. Join us each time we record a new podcast by going to BillKasky.com or to iTunes.